Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Good evening. And welcome to a special edition of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. It's not Saturday. It's Wednesday. But I got a great guest for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. You want to check me out because I do a lot of giveaways. You don't want to miss a chance to win a book, a gift card, some maybe a ticket to a show. You never know. Also, check the show out on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. Well, this evening I have a special guest. She, you probably have seen her as like the really concerned crazy mom on Black Mafia Family recently. Uh, that's one of her um, uh, roles, but she has also been seen on Malignant, Goliath. She's a theater person. She's a singer. We're going to learn all about her. Let's see. I think she's on the line now. Her name is Nicole Brianna White. Good evening. Hi. Hi. Can you hear us okay? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, it's my pleasure. How are you? Wow, you, I'm great because, you know, it's been so long since I've spoken to you. <laughs> you were on the show I before a long time ago. Yes, yes. We we were talking about Ava DuVernay's uh, film, I Will Follow. That was so, so long ago. And you have done so much, so many wonderful things since then. Yes, absolutely. And it, it was such a pleasure to meet you then, and I'm just so happy to reconnect with you now. Yeah, and I Will Follow, that was, that was such a great project to be a part of. Um, yeah. The beginning of, of Ava's uh, amazing journey taking off. That was really awesome. Definitely, definitely. But you've taken off as well, and now you're in Black Mafia family. You have some crazy scenes in there. Let's talk about that role. How did you get the? How did you get that role? Um, uh, how did you connect, and and what was the audition process like? Uh, it, it all. Can you hear me still? Okay. Yes. Mhm. Okay. Um, it all started with uh, Kim Coleman, who's uh, an amazing casting director, and she calls me in quite often, and I just love her. And um, and she called me in for the project. I looked at the material. Um, I connected to Lucille immediately. Um, there was just a familiarity with, with who she was um, that I was really drawn to. And the material was written so well um and uh there was just an immediate an immediate connection with everything and uh and then you know two other people that I know particularly Russell Hornsby who I 
worked with years ago um, on, we originated the, we did the first, the original production of Jitney, August Wilson's Jitney off Broadway. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and we did the show together for about almost two years, I think. And, um, and Russell put in a good word for me. And I also knew Tasha Smith, who, uh, you know, put in a good word for me and uh, between the three of them. And I also knew Randy Huggins. We had worked together <laughs> on the quad. And so, you know, there were just all these things that aligned. And I just really, um, there was a lot of support behind me. And I feel like at that point I was really prepared for the opportunity as well. And everything, you know, the stars just kind of aligned. It just seemed like everything was really in divine order for this particular project. It sounds like it. I mean, you had so many good connections. Why don't you um, tell the audience a little bit about the show and the, and, and what it's about? Um, so Black Mafia Family is, from my perspective, is basically about these two young boys who grew up in an impoverished neighborhood, um, and, you know, their family was struggling, and they wanted to have more, and they wanted to take care of their family, and the opportunities outside the home were limited, and so they, you know, uh, took on the opportunities that were available to them, and um, and they really blew up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's amazing the things that they did. But the, one of the most important things about the show to me is, you know, to know that they came from a a beautiful home, a loving family, and it was the the neighborhood that was broken, not the family. Yeah, a lot of times you see in movies, you know, black families, you're like, oh, they probably had a horrible family, you know. Nobody cared about them, you know, they were neglected, and this is why they went and got into this, you know, drug-dealing business, but that's not the case um, with the two, uh, they're called the splintery uh, boys, that wasn't the case, Um, so I actually am happy about that. Now, I just want to mention to the audience that you won an Obie Award and a Drama Desk Award for your work on Jitney, um, the the play Jitney, so... um, even back then, people already knew what kind of, you know, powerhouse talent you are. And, uh, mm. you know, they were just waiting for everybody else to get in line. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know? I appreciate you saying that. I really do. Yeah. And, so and I Jimmy that... was... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you... you... I was just going to piggyback on that just about Jitney was one of the most important um plays and projects of my entire career, having the opportunity to work directly with August Wilson and be on the stage with these incredible, incredible actors. It just really grew me up uh, in the business and as a, as an actor. Um, And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And again, I said, that's how Russell and I first met and we kind of grew up a little in the game together. Um, But with such a supportive, family there and um um and really you know doing bmf it feels like you know our characters names were young blood and rena and it feels like young blood and rena grew up in bmf mm. so mm. It's, it's it's really um it's been really cool and then one other thing about that is working with tasha smith like she really she's one of the best directors that i ever worked with honestly um and uh, the way she set everything up for us 
and just the fact that we had rehearsal and, you know, we got to do a lot of the blocking on set and just go through the material quite a bit, and she really helped to drop us into everything, that it was really like doing a play. Um, wow. And I'm, I, it really was. So it's like one of, one of the opening shots, we had this scene where it's a continuous scene where, uh, Russell's coming down the stairs and then you, he goes into the kitchen and then I'm coming down the stairs and then I go into the kitchen or you see the boys go into the kitchen and the camera's just swinging back and forth and it's all one single shot that just goes on and on and that we had the opportunity to really, like, rehearse that. And, you know, it was just amazing. It was just, you know, so musical. It was like a dance that we did. And, and um, uh, you know, a lot of times people don't that. know. People don't know that you don't get that opportunity on film sometimes to rehearse like that, like you do with theater. So, you know, they may, yeah. they may not be aware of that. So that is an extremely special thing. But let, let's talk about also you in the bathroom when you were a kid. What were you doing in the bathroom when you were a kid and your mom had to get you out of the bathroom? Can we talk about this, please, Miss McCall? Yes, like, like, really, what you was going so on? Funny. I love that you're asking me this. You know, so this is, you know, I was acting all the time when I was a kid before I knew that that's what I was doing. So, you know, um, my sister and I, we would put on plays and all this stuff. But anyway, so I would talk to myself in the bathroom and I would play all these different characters. And my mom would come and knock on the bathroom door and be like, who are you talking to? Who is in there? <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> like, what is going on? Nicole? You know, and if I'm on punishment, she's like, you know, you're not supposed to be on the phone. You know, you're not supposed to have nobody over or whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> I, w- I was always, always performing. Do you remember um, your first acting job, your act- first acting gig that you ever had? I do very much so. Um, that's a really long, I- I'm going to try to make this story brief. So my first acting job. I got a job on this, uh, I don't want to, do I want to say the name of the show? Okay, I got this job right when I graduated from school, actually, and um, I worked one day on this show. And mm. and then the next day I got pulled over for traffic tickets right after graduating what? from college. Yes. And so I worked one day, and then I, I get pulled over, and I'm thinking I'm going to get out but because now I can pay for my traffic ticket, right? And anyway, <laughs> they, ended up, <laughs> they ended up booking me um, for days at, at, at the Civil Brand. Uh, and anyway, so – but my character actually was in jail um, at Civil Brand, and <laughs> – the casting director was Ronnie Yesko, who actually came to visit me and uh, was so supportive. And I ended up getting out on some kind of worker's permit or something like that. And I actually got to finish the job. And my first day on the set, I was in court and then I was in jail, you know, behind the glass with my fingers on the glass and crying. And I was taking the rap for my boyfriend for this um for selling drugs, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that's my very first job. <laughs> wow, that's an awesome story, though. I mean, that's a yeah. crazy, crazy story. <laughs> you know, life is, is that, like that's that. That's the short version. <laughs> that's the short version. Okay. 
Now, you're yeah. also working on Malignant. Um, you worked on the horror film, uh, James Wan yeah. film, Malignant. I'm not into scary, yeah. but can you tell, tell the audience a little bit about that and what your role is in that uh, film? Um, I, I play a detective um, in in this James Wan movie. James Wan is such an awesome director, and even watching it, it was just more incredible, too, than even being there. But um, – I got to do some really cool and crazy things. It was really exciting. It's a uh, it's a thriller. It's a horror, but it's more of a of a thriller. Um, and it's a freaking mind bender. And it's such a fun fun roller coaster ride to try to figure out what's happening in this film. Um, but it was so exciting to be a part of it. Um, I love the action of it. The things that I got to do. Um, in this film were so great and it's so opposite of uh Miss Lucille on BMF that it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just really cool. Um but I had a wonderful time and James Wan is a beast and I really hope to work with him again. Now you're working with Billy Bob Thornton. I mean he's one of the, the big wigs in the business. How is it working with him? Um did you have any funny moments? Is he really serious? What is it like to, to be around him as an actor? I love Billy Bob Thornton. Can I say? I mean, he is such a um, uh, an inspiration to me because he is just the epitome of less is more. He's so simple mm. in his work. He's so honest and um, just so truthful. And and he just like shows up and is just present and so comfortable in his being. And I just really admire that. So much, and he's one of the kindest people ever. Um, I don't know if I have a lot of funny stories about him. He was just like, just so kind, so mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. Um, to everyone. And he's such a, a very gentle, like being very, you know, uh, quiet and chill and easygoing. Really, so chill. And um, and just so caring about others. I mean, really. And um, it was really. just such an honor to um, to work with him. I mean, really. Who like, else would I, you I, like I'm to work with? with? Who else would you like to work with in the future? Um, there are so many people. I have my whole list. And now that you ask me, of course, I can't think of anyone. But one of the oh my god. I know. I'm like, oh, where's my brain going here? But one of them, I would love <laughs> to work with Ang Lee, um, and um, um, Julie Dash. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Daughters of the know, Dust. Uh, yes, yes, and um, yeah. um, God, what's my brother's name? The director, Get Out. <laughs> Um, we'll think about it. We'll come back to that one. It's, it's going to come to me, but I freaking love him. And uh, now, here, what, I, what would you tell your younger self? Like, if you if you had an opportunity, what would you tell your younger self? Um, just some words of encouragement or or things to look out for. What would you say? To yeah. Them? Um, first of all, I just have to say I love your way. <laughs> I really do. You're asking really great questions, and it's, it's surprising me. Actually, I'm like, all right, okay. One thing <laughs> I would say, what I would say to my younger self, honestly, is you're enough. Uh, 
Mm. I mean, I, 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 I could just um, cry, like, thinking of all, all the things that I would say. But that, that's the biggest thing. You're, you're enough. It's okay. Let go. You don't have to work so hard to fit in to somebody else's thing. And what you are, um, um, just everything that is authentically you is, like, so awesome right now. There's nothing you need to do to get anything. Just mm. process of exactly where you are right now, and let it be. Okay. That's really powerful. That's really powerful. I just did a show about the strong black woman and all the different factors that go into making a black woman feel she has to always be strong. You know, your family, the church, the community, society, all these different things that are, like, infringing on us day-to-day, racism. And for you to make that statement, I think it applies to any woman, period. But in particular, the African-American woman, that you are okay as you are, you know, and that you don't have to try to fit in. That statement is, you know, it, 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 it sends, like, uh, chills, you know, up my spine for me when you were saying yeah. that because I think a lot of people yeah. need to hear that, you know, especially yes, in your ma'am. business. You're always yes. trying to, like, you know, be skinnier, be taller, be shorter, yes. you know, have your oh hair straight, long. I mean, what what about the hair thing? What, what has been your hair travel with this business? Because, Ooh. you know, in the past, they didn't have people to do our hair in these studios, but now, you know, Afro, natural is in. Talk to us a little bit about that. Okay, first I got to say, I thought of his name. It's Jordan Peele. It's Jordan Peele. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Hair, Lord have mercy, a black woman and her hair. Girl. Mm. Um, I Can mean, I get an amen? <laughs> amen. Girl, that is just challenging every day. <laughs> so much work and um and that's another thing about just just you know trusting to and just really trying to be okay with where you are and what you have that's you know that's been a huge part of my journey with my hair because things are changing all the time and um and especially you know wearing your hair natural or whatever it's just you know and as you grow in age things are just changing all the time so um that that would be a really deep conversation that I don't know that I'm ready to really to go have into, right yeah. now. Yeah. No problem. That's, no that's, problem. Yeah. But that's, that's, so that's a lot of work. And it, yeah, it brings up a lot of emotion for me, actually, mm. Um, mm. And, and dealing with, with, with all of that in this business. And, you know, I've mm-hmm. definitely had some challenges, um, you know, um, over the last what few other- years. So. What um well let's move let's move on then well let's talk about you've been a lot of places what has been one of your favorite places to visit uh, in the world maybe uh, that you feel at peace um, that you can relax I heard you like silent meditation retreats is, is that true um, yeah wow you have done your homework girl amazing i do like usually for my birth i'll try to go on a silent retreat um and the most i've done so far is like three days but i would really love to do at least like a 10-day silent retreat Mm -hmm. and um um yeah and that's always um 
a way to just kind of get me back in my body to kind of drop in and, and really connect. And I have to do that, really check in with myself um, in that way often because I can just run around without my feet on the ground. And, uh, but, yeah. Now, do you not sure. talk to the people there? Can you not take phone calls? Like, what is, how, like, how silent is silent? Well, the one that I did um, um, more than once, too, um, you're not supposed to be on your phone at all, no. Um, but there would be um, some guided meditation. And, mm-hmm. um, and during that time, if you had questions, you could ask questions. But other than that, you're, you know, you're around people and, you, you know, you have lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, around other people, but you're not really okay. um, com- talking. So, mm-hmm. But there okay. are moments that you get to actually have a moment to maybe share, like if there's like some kind of exercise that comes up uh, where you connect with one person and you may listen to what the other person has to share and say thank you, and then and then vice versa, and and that's it. There's no real judgment or comment about it. You're just really listening and mm. saying thank you. Yeah, it's really beautiful. What has been the hardest part about this COVID situation for you? What's been the hardest part for you? Um, I would say the the hardest part is you know that people are you know getting sick and people are checking out. Um, and that is, um, is a very sad thing. Um, you know, that so many people have been affected by it in this way, but mm-hmm. also for, for me personally, there have been a lot of wonderful things, um, during this time because, um, it has kind of, it leveled the playing field to me uh, business-wise and not only business-wise, just like as a, you know, the world as a whole. Um, yeah. That it just really, for me, it just made it so clear how we are all connected and how, mm-hmm. you know, there's no real hierarchy. Everybody's really in the same boat. We all bleed the same blood, you know. And, yep. um, and I really... I, you know, when the pandemic first hit, I really just enjoyed that connection of everyone. And then, you know, even when uh, the whole Black Lives Matter thing erupted across the entire world um, and so many people were affected and so many, you know, and just how many people were in support of or could acknowledge how they've had a similar experience and how just everybody just came together and, and that to me was beautiful. Even like on zoom calls and stuff, it was really cool. Like, you know, if you're meeting with the casting director or whatever, the casting director is at home and you get a Mm -hmm. glimpse into their house for a minute and it's not like this thing or whatever. Or if you're on with directors or whoever, it's like you're, everybody's like at home and you see everybody, um, um, in a different just, way. In a, di- in a different way that I just I just mm-hmm. thought it was so beautiful, and um, and also the other thing was just the pause. The pause was just uh, 
wow, for me, it was the pause I needed for like the last five, six years. Like, wow, I can just stop the rat race and stop trying to get into something, stop trying to be something and working so hard at all these things and just be like, I can just be now, be okay with myself and just kind of allow. And what's ironic is that, you know, during that time, I think I worked more than I've ever worked in my entire career. Um, Amazing. What? You were working more during the COVID than any other time in your career? Oh, my. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Everything just started happening. Just all started happening. Okay, let me ask you you a couple of quick questions here because we're coming to the end. What, do you have a favorite book? A Course in Miracles. Mm, what's your favorite movie? Malignant right now. Malignant. <laughs> are you are you a cat or a dog person? Hmm. Um. Ooh. I don't have a cat or a dog. So I don't know if that makes me a cat or a dog. So you're no. No. (laughs) Right. I'm like, if I had to choose, it just depends on how cute they are. That they can make me a dog. Oh, dang. I don't even like y'all, but, oh, you're so sweet and you're so cute. Oh, I've definitely had that experience. My sister sister had a poodle that I took on who, for a little while, I took care of her for about three, three months or something. And she was amazing. What a personality. She was just, uh, just awesome. So maybe in this moment, I'll say, I'll say a dog that, a dog. That, um, yeah. A what about dog. sweet or salty? Are you a sweet person or a salty person? What's your taste like? I'm all about balance. So I gotta, I gotta have both. I'm probably more you gotta of a have salt both. person. Yeah, but you you got to have the balance of sugar and salt a little bit. But I'm probably more of a salt person. That's probably what most people would say about me. Are yes, you tea or coffee have... or water? Is it tea, coffee, or water? Um, water mostly, but tea is definitely a second. What um, is some, some quirk you have that maybe people don't really know about you? Some some kind of quirk that you like. If if this doesn't happen, I can't move forward, like with my day or something. Um, like I said, like I'm about balance, you know. So it's like if I lean on one foot, I got to lean on the other to kind of like make sure everything is, you know. I can't just, you know, or yeah, oh, okay, I'm not gonna say that, <laughs> but just yeah, I'm about balance. <laughs> if say? I do one side of something, I got to do the other side too. <laughs> This, this is a PG show, Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on. It has been a real hoot. 
if I would say to have you on here. What's coming next for you? Uh, uh, what's coming next for you? Do uh, you have another show, a film? Uh, are you singing? I heard something about an EP somewhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I mean, I have some music stuff that's out there, and I also license music for film and television. Um, so I've had my music on different shows and stuff. And also, I was on um, Read Between the Lines. This was uh, a few years ago, and um, and I sang on the title song. So I'm looking forward to doing that again. Um, and um, uh, yeah, about things that I'm working on right now, especially musically that I was hope that I can pull off really, really soon. And I also um, uh, am co-producing uh, and co-creator of a project. I did a film called The Strange Eyes of Dr. Mize some years mm-hmm. back, and we've been working on a sequel to that, but it can also stand alone. Um, so I'm currently working on that as well, and uh, wow. which would involve music too. A lot of things on the stove, so to speak. A lot of things cooking. Well, I wish you much success with all of them, and I hope all of your dreams can come true, so to speak. And thank you so much again. I really, really had a lot of fun talking to you this evening. Me too. You're so awesome. And just thank you for reaching (laughs) out. I really, really appreciate it. And and thank you just for your interest at all. I thank you. And last thing I do want to say is the other thing I have coming up is BMF has season two. So uh, we've already been picked up for season two, and and so we'll get back on the horse with that very, very soon. I can't wait. Oh, my God. You guys have to check that out. She is like, oh, my God. There's just one scene in the hospital. Like, I was like, I jumped back from the TV set like, okay, Ma, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, uh, I hope you have a great week and um, can't wait for season two and also all your other projects to come to light. Thank you so much, Joy. Thank you. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Take good care. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, Just got off the phone with actress Nicole Brianna White. Oh, my God. If you missed the beginning of this interview, you're going to have to check it out. All the interviews are archived. You can check it out here at Blog Talk Radio. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and anywhere you get your podcast. So definitely check it out. We were talking about a lot of cool things, and some non-PG items came up. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Also, McCall, uh, Miss McCall, I think, on Twitter, and uh, McCall White on Instagram. So check her out. Thank you so much for supporting your show. And I'll see you this Saturday. I'm going to be speaking with author C.J. Farley about his fantasy book, Zero O'Clock, and talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Men and women can get breast cancer. So you want to tune in to see what you can do to prevent, treat, care, help for people dealing with breast cancer. Thank you so much. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.